Welcome back to Create a New Tomorrow. I'm your host, Ari Gronich, and today I have with me Sunil Godsey. He is an intuitionologist, and I'm not going to tell you exactly what that is. I'm going to let him do it, but uh, let's just say that by using his intuition, he has had the uh, success of making over $20 million, taking companies from $500,000 to $3.5 doing all kinds of things on establishing relationships. And he's helped over 50,000 people change the way that they make decisions by helping them sharpen their intuition. Now, I have my own motivations for wanting to talk to Sunil, but I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about intuitionology. Fantastic. Well, thanks for having me uh, on. I'm really excited to uh, to educate your listeners a bit on on how to sharpen their intuition um, and to to give you a bit of a background as to kind of how I, I started, uh, you know, down the road of of figuring out, you know, why intuition was so important. Was I wrote a book called Fail Fast, Succeed Faster, and the whole premise behind the book was if you if you had looked at the the failures of others, the hurdles that others uh, had gone through in their businesses or their ventures then if you don't repeat them, then you should be, you, you should be able to succeed. And so when I, when I wrote the book and started going on stages, one of the questions I used to get was, well, what's the one thing that entrepreneurs can do that can make them successful? Sort of like this magic pill. And at that time, you know, when I used to get asked, I used to roll my eyes saying, well, there's a whole reason why I interviewed 300 people with 75 stories in the book. Uh, and so at that point, it was just that, like entrepreneurship is complicated and it is. Uh, but the one thing that came down to being common when I went back to listen to some of the video, the, the, uh, the taped interviews I had was that 80 to 90% of them used some form of, I ignored my intuition. I didn't trust my gut. I knew I shouldn't have. This was the language around this thing called intuition. And it really got me to understand, wow, that's really interesting that people are ignoring their intuition and it's now leading them to failures. Why do they do that? And, And did I ignore my intuition? what the difference between intuition and reading your environment is. So it's, it's all part of the same thing. So let's, let's, and now you're touching upon the four types of intuition. So let's, let's dive into that. So the first, uh, first of the four, and this is not in by no means in any particular order because they all, all work at the same time. The biggest one that people don't think about is that intuition does rely on your past learning experience. So when you're born, all these, this learning and experience gets put into the subconscious area of your brain uh, that's relevant to you. And so if you look at the brain like, a sub, like an iceberg, the 10% above water is your conscious, the 90% is below uh, water, which is your subconscious. So that's the first thing. You're talking about the situation that you're in. So that's the second part. It's called situational intuition. It looks at the environment you're in and says, is, is, is everything safe? Is everything where it needs to be? there's something wrong. And if there's something wrong, you're, you'll focus on it, right? And you'll focus on what is, what's wrong. Is something out of place? Are you getting this feeling that there's danger coming? Yeah, it seems like uh, it's kind of like learning your lesson, right? So the, the Absolutely. harder it takes, the louder you have to have somebody scream at you in order to, to learn your lesson, you know, the harder that, uh, that intuition or that lesson will knock on your door, so to speak. So, absolutely. If, you know, like uh, I'll give you an example just from my childhood. Uh, I was seven years old. My parents got into business with somebody, and my brother and I both said no. 
I was wow. like, I was seven, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not old enough to have a thought at this point, you know, cause kids are meant to be seen and not heard <laughs> at least back in probably our day yeah. uh, a little bit more. But um, so my brother and I actually said this person, you know, something is off. We didn't know what, obviously we didn't even know how to explain it, but something was off. And uh, two years later, the guy ended up literally shutting the doors to the building that my parents had their offices in stealing, I think a quarter million dollars worth of stuff. We had to sell the house my dad built. I mean, we basically were left with nothing. Yeah. And so two years later when we're left with nothing and I'm, I I started studying uh, Buddhism. I was nine. I'm started studying Buddhism, Nichiren Shonen Buddhism. That's the Nam-myoho-renge-kyo style. And, uh, and I, I start learning about karma and I start learning about intuition and things like that. And yep. I go, Hey, uh, my intuition has been shut down, <laughs> you know, um, how do we, and I'm going to just segue a little bit, but how do we stop ourselves, parents, etc., from shutting down the intuition of kids so that they don't turn that into a habit of shutting down their intuition as adults. So, so everything starts with you. Uh, and so you have to be the one to, first of all, be in touch with your intuition and recognize that these, there's these intuitive signals, recognize that some of us have gone down societal norms and it didn't turn out, uh, recognize that the people around us may not be the best uh, that that are there, and so when there's a seven step process that I go through, uh, that takes you from basically taking a problem and solving it using your intuition, and two of them are really kind of cleaning up the people around you and cleaning up the environment you're in. I mean, those are two of the things. So you really have to take a hard look at who are those that are around you that are are uh, you know giving you feedback, and it doesn't mean you have to take a hard hard lesson and cut everybody out. There's going to be levels of people that you want in the inner circle and the outer circle, just to keep it very simple. What's the difference? If hindsight is 2020, what is foresight? So you have to be careful with foresight. So people kind of get into manifestation and things like that. So that is something that can happen. Now, it all depends on how, how open you are to intuition and the power of it. And uh, so, so like some people want to really hang on the research and the research is simply not there yet. If you're open to saying that intuition and your brain is a lot more powerful than we think or that we can measure. So there's been a lot of instances in the people I've interviewed where they've manifested something or they've, they believe that something can happen mm-hmm. and they, and that happens. And the process to do this is, is like this from my, from my perspective, you can have a goal that you want. Make sure that's good, that goal is realistic. Um, and, and so, like, you know, you don't want to hang your hat on, you know, I'm going to make a million dollars because that's an extrinsic goal. What's the intrinsic goal? What, what is really your purpose? And when you have your purpose and you want to affect people at a certain level, the, the laggard indicator, so to speak, could be the million dollars. So that's okay, but it's really driven by purpose, which is a future goal. What intuition helps you do is it helps you take the steps in the present moment based on your signals that are going to help you connect with the right people, open the right doors of opportunity, take the right decisions in whatever situation that you're in. 
so that you meet your, your, your purpose, which is really driven by a passion. It has to be your passion. It has to be internal. Uh, and when the purpose is to affect as it, in my case, it's affect as many people as I want in Avni's case, uh, it's, it's help as many people with disabilities and illnesses as they, as they can. In my other daughter's case, Divya, it's, you know, simply having a happy life, right? So there's different purposes that we all have. And so that passion has to match with purpose. And when you trust your intuition in the moment and take those steps in the moment, guided by your intuitive signals, you start reaching those goals. Let's take, let's say we're, we're, uh, we're working on people's, you know, level of intuition when it comes to things like politics, when it comes Mm -hmm. to things like, um, what it is in the world that should be being done and mm-hmm. what's not being done. So like we have politicians that probably have a lot of intuition that they ignore because of whatever interests. Uh, we have a lot of people who would be activists. So like, this show is a lot about how to activate that vision for a better world. And a lot of people who are passionate about something don't necessarily have the action that goes along with it. They might have the intuition to do that action, but the fear stops them. So let's just kind of get into that a little bit. I want to get yeah. really dirty with it. You know, yeah. like let's get into the, the weeds a little bit more. Yep. Yeah. So there's four intuitive hurdles that really squash your ability to listen to the, to your intuitive signals and they scramble it. And you talked about one, which is fear. And there's actually three branches of fear. There's the fear of failure. There's the fear of the unknown and there's the fear of change. Uh, and so what happens is you have this intuitive signal and it's different from the fear of, you know, being eaten by a saber toothed tiger, right? So if you've got that, that's coming in, that's one fear, but these are where the signals are very important in coming up. So if you fear taking that first step, if you already know what your basket of positive and negative signals are by looking at the past and um, you look at the good decisions you made and you looked at the bad decisions you've made and you've really broken them down, you've now got a really nice inventory of signals. And so if you fear taking that step, you sit in the moment and you think about what is my intuition telling me? And, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, you can talk about it or you can just sit and think about it, right? If that signal is positive, then you take that step. Right. And then the next step and the next step. And pretty soon you start breaking that that fear down because you get that confidence. Uh, And if it's not the right one and you go down the wrong path, then you haven't done a very good job of checking in your negative signals because maybe there's a signal that uh, you haven't uh, brought up as a negative signal or you're not paying too much attention to the negative signal because it's really subtle. And because it was subtle you ignored it the first time. So this is where you really need to take the time to figure out what your signals are. So fear is one of them. The second intuitive hurdle is it's called ego. And there's two types of ego. The one ego is narcissism where you're talking without any experience. And of course your intuition is saying you're BSing. Uh, the other side of ego is following the herd. So societal norms uh, is one where you follow the mantra, follow the herd, even though it goes against your values, even though that's not what you didn't want to do. Uh, me going into engineering is not what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Uh, and so I followed the herd and I wasted three years of my life in engineering. And it could have been three years I could have spent chasing an entrepreneurial dream. Awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, for being here, for 
you know, exploring all of this uh, madness and, uh, and intuition. I mean, you know, I know that I, I tend to take people on, on awkward journeys through information uh, non-linearly and, and uh, ask questions that I think most uh, interviewers, you know, don't really ask as often. Um, but I like to get down deep and dirty, you know, Absolutely. like I really want what I want for this show for, uh, for people in general is for them to be able to take these, these episodes and act upon the things that are in them so that they can change the world. Um, that's my purpose. And, uh, and I'm, I'm blessed, you know, to be able to interview people like you that have unusual, you know, jobs, unusual ways of going about what you're doing and have so much success that you can easily explain and, and entertain at the same time. And so I think that people are really getting uh, a lot out of this. My, my last question to you is really about the nature of people and how the nature of people changes the ability to use their intuition. And what I mean by that is people tend, human beings tend to have faith based on fear. Mm -hmm. So if, if you ever listen to anybody who's, who asks if you believe, uh, it's, are you fearful of God? If you want to be successful, you have to be, you know, fearful of God. Not in love with God, not, um, you know, like enamored by the information in the word, right? But mm -hmm. fearful of the consequences versus, you know, looking towards the benefits. So we have this, this dichotomy as people. And so the question becomes faith versus intuition, right? And the nature of people, how do we develop? And this is, it's a, it's a hard question. You may not have, but how do we develop the intuition that goes along with the compassion that goes along with the um, wish to do no harm, to have peace, to create a world for everybody that is successful and happy. You know, I get that we need the contrast, right? But we've contrasted so far over to one side <laughs> that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I want to, I want to do everything I can to bring it back to that side of love and peace. Uh, you know, even if it's a pipe dream. So how do we yeah, get back I and, and the, the way I can answer this is just sort of through, the, through my lens, so to speak. And so the way I, because I get bombarded with a lot of these messages and we can, we can just really extrapolate that to a lot of the messages that you get though. But ultimately, what, it, what are you affected by, right? And so when I get these messages of fear or fear-based things or people giving you advice or circumstances that are happening, I'm in the driver's seat. So I control the ability to react to that in whatever way I want. And so if it's like a shield, like, you know, I've got one of these shields and you come in and it just bounces off. Interesting. 
you've got my attention or you might not have, but ultimately the things that drive me are the ones that are going to really, again, it, it just, I get that pull that I know this is the right thing. And I'll give you a very, very good example um, because it just happened a couple of weeks ago. I was watching this really great video uh, from Prince EA and really, it was really inspirational uh, and the messaging was uh, really good. And I just happened to go through and he gets tons of comments, but uh, what I noticed at the, at the comments was there was someone that was saying, um, I need to talk to someone. And so my intuition drew me to say, listen, you need to reach out to this guy. I, it was just one of, I don't know, 3,000 comments that were there. But somehow I focused on that one. And I reached out and I said, hey, listen, DM me and here's my number. Give me a call. Now, it could be a salesperson or, you know, you don't know. But here was a guy that was four months behind in his payments, uh, child support payments. He's tried every single job he can. And he was at wit's end and he was about to really uh, let his life go. He really was at that stage. And he was, it was just the depths of despair. And so within half an hour, we had this talk about, okay, what are you passionate about? This is a 20, uh, 20 year veteran of welding, uh, work at gas stations, retail outlets. And it turns out very quickly that he has a passion for fishing. He somehow wants to dabble in, in uh, digital marketing and he wants to be something for his daughter. Uh, and he's got a phone and like, Oh, bingo. Uh, well, there's some dots that connect. Okay. So, uh, he, and he, he himself says, yeah, there's a lot of people doing fishing wrong. And I mean, the story is just right there. I mean, just connect the dots. You got digital media, you got fishing videos you can do of what people are doing wrong. You can make money by using affiliate on selling lures or fishing tackle. And I'm not in the fishing space. So I'm just riffing uh, right. based on what I think is there. And so you need to create content that people are not only going to be interested in saying, uh, you know, you can catch a bigger fish in this area, but you can catch a bigger fish in this area. And I tested these two lures. You need the orange one. And by the way, it's 1999. And then you become an affiliate member, right? Or you do a membership uh, on, on, you know, uh, if you have that confidence, but it has to be believable. And I told them intuition is a two-way street. If you're BSing, uh, you know, people may see it's, it's really good or you're not giving enough information where you're actually selling something uh, genuinely and because you believe it, then you're going to get people saying, yeah, it's a great tip. See you later. Right. So within 30 minutes, we had mapped out a plan and the excitement in this guy's voice was amazing. And I told him, I'm going to be checking up on you in about a month or two to make sure that you actually follow through on what we just discussed. Right. So here was something. And and the story doesn't necessarily have to be that cathartic. The, The issue is something pulled me there. Something out of that that moment of time that I gave uh, gave, gave me the focus there. I, I mean, there's other videos that say, yeah, well, that's a great message. I don't believe you. I'm gone. And it's, it's that ability to really be in the moment, allow things through this filter, intuitive filter, so to speak, that's actually going to help you move your life forward. That's actually going to take those steps that you know need to be t- taken forward and believing that the information you get, the people you trust, the situations you put yourself in, move you that fo- that way forward. And it happens in a split second. So that's why it's so important to know what those intuitive signals are that move you that way. Remember that for me, it was that pulling. Whatever happened after that pulling was meant to happen because I trusted my intuition to do that. And thankfully, this affected this, this, this man. But these are laggard indicators that we look at. Uh, the money, uh, the happiness, the changing of people, in your case, athletes um, affecting people. Those are laggard indicators that happen when we use leading indicators, like actually just taking action, taking the steps. So we should never focus on the laggard indicators. We focus on taking the steps. And every single step you take, remember that guy who has cerebral palsy, 
you just don't know, realize how far you've come until you look back later, but look back later. Right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? Um, intuitionology.com is there. My email address is Sunil at SunilGodsey.com. I'm on all the socials, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm, I'm making a move on TikTok. Um, so trying that uh, instance, I'm not doing any crazy dances, but I will be, uh, well, I did with my daughters because they wanted me to do one. Uh, <laughs> but I gotta be careful. Because You're not going to whip in and nay, nay. Uh, no, I think that would be where You're my not gonna followers, Harlem shake. That's where people go. My, my followers will go down for sure. <laughs> Oh, come on. You, you can Harlem shake it. Wait, I, I must be old. That was, that was many years ago, the Harlem shake. What, what's the newest one? Flash mob? No, we're not doing flash no. mobs anymore. I, I, I did try my, my, uh, my thing at breakdancing way back when. So, you know, I had the cardboard and the helmet and I had a buddy of mine and. Uh, you had the cardboard and helmet? Did you have the parachute pants? I had the parachute pants. You know, I, I couldn't at that time, couldn't afford it. But, uh, you know, as much as, um, you know, I think we just wanted to in the basement first, if we if we could do the worm, um, we did. And uh, luckily, I had my helmet because that worm got me into a wall. Uh, and <laughs> this worm ain't turning into a butterfly soon, that's for sure. <laughs> Stop. Hammer time. <laughs> but yeah, so any of the socials, uh, email me, DM me. I'm happy to answer any questions. And yeah, take the seven-day challenge. I mean, it's free. And, and find out how intuition can solve your problem. And, and now you've got a template for life. So uh, you know, have a go at her. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, uh, for being here, Sunil. Uh, remember, you can always find us at createanewtomorrow.com or achievehealthusa.com. Remember to check out the book, anewtomorrow.com. It's on Amazon as well as on the website. So you can take a look at that and like, subscribe, rate, review, comment below. Let's have a discussion. Let's talk about this. Let's figure out stuff that will help us all move forward together. Thank you so much, Sunil. This has been another great episode with Ari Gronich and Sunil Godsey. Let's... Uh, experience creating a new tomorrow today and activating our vision for a better world. Have a good, great, great uh, rest of your day. <laughs>